0: Second show, I like it. So now people are really enthusiastic about G'day MMA. They should be. See. All right, welcome back to G'day MMA. We're here. I'm Jason Ellis. You're you're supposed to say, no oh, my name." Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Alan Joban. Guys, you are. Yeah, thank you. And <laughs> we're we're gonna talk about the fights that happen this weekend. And what we think is going to happen next, and what should happen, and what probably won't happen, because it's not about that anymore. It's only about popularity and money. Yeah. Why don't I say that? It's such a negative way to start. Yeah. It's just a little bit like that, because that's, that's how it every... is. Talking about Mars Vidal. <laughs> I know. Tells me that, you know, the paper. GSP. Yeah. I, Lee, Lee, can we leave GSP alone? Like, even I see him posting saying, I don't really see, I'm not really I'm that not, interested. I'm not motivated. And, yeah. and to be honest, and this is my, I want to get your opinion of all this, how Usman talking about how he's the, I think he's underrated. I think people saying that he is uh, the greatest welterweight. I think he's starting to get into the pound for pound. I know he doesn't, doesn't sound like he wants to go up a weight class, but mm-hmm. um, I think Masvidal's a paycheck. I get it. Cause he's, you know, he's got a robe and you know, he was baptizing and that's super cool, <laughs> super necessary. Sorry. There you go. Um, he's got the rope. But I also think that that's a that's an easier fight for Usman and I think that the yeah. hardest fight is Colby Covington still cuz I watched it again this morning and yeah, he won, yeah, he ended up like finishing him. But I've never seen anyone test Usman more like more than that. I think you're spot on. Uh like for
1: him to have that tremendous fight over Gilbert and get the finish and then to call out Jorge yeah. George. I don't know, what do we call him these days? Is it Jorge or George? I should know this. I mean, he's, he's both. He goes right? by he goes by both. Um, yeah, I thought he he uh he just set up a huge fight for Mazvudol. Mazarov didn't have to do any work because at this point, everyone, all the contenders, they should be fighting who's next in line. You see Wonderboy chimed in. Look, I'm the only guy in the top five that hasn't fought uh, uh Usman yet. That's Maybe fair. I should be the next guy. And then uh um Leon Edwards is trying to figure out what's going on with him. I think I think what's going on though. Dana White said when the Leon Edwards fight fell out with him and Hamzat Shemayov.
0: Shamayev got God, that fight can never get made. What's I up mean, with that? How Jesus can that guy Christ. be fighting that much and now not fight at You all? know what I mean?
1: He fights three times you in know what he shouldn't have, six shouldn't have, weeks.
0: Should have calmed down on the And mouth then he's and sh- had
1: three fallouts in three months or something. Yep. It's 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 biting him in the ass. He's now. the
0: only guy I see if he doesn't if he can actually kick coronavirus if ever ever and then return. If he does return, <laughs> Him fighting Usman sounds like a fight there. that that would be everybody very interesting. But right? he's gonna beat you. I, you know, so like when I think about
1: Usman, I think about strength against the fence. That's kind of where he takes the fights. He's not really level changing in the center of the octagon. He will yeah. push you against the cage, the fence, wear on you, and then he'll he'll get double underhooks or he'll uh, a knee tap or something in there to get you to the ground. But he's not really so much. I'm gonna shoot in the open and level change, level change. Yeah, he works behind his jab. It's Speaking amazing, of,
0: and he has both sta- both sides. Yes, he switches stance more than any more than ever now, and to have a jab tremendous jab on, on both, both sides, sides is
1: fucking crazy. It, it it takes so so many years for somebody to develop a sharp jab, and it sounds so easy. You throw the jab, you throw the jab, but it, it, the jab comes in the subtleties, right? Not chambering it, having it in in a sharp position, and then working on the speed as well, because. Speed comes, you can only get so much in genetic speed, right? Yeah. Only genetically what God gave you is what God gave you.
0: Yeah, thanks, We're gonna.
1: <laughs> don't be <laughs> upset with it.
0: I'm a little, little doc, to be what honest.
1: God, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> God gave us what we have in speed. We can work out all the time and work our fast switch muscle fibers and everything like that. But yeah. s- Jason Ellis is only going to become as fast as Jason Ellis can genetically right. get. Yeah. Technique takes you the rest of the way, right? Yeah. From not chamber firing, from only firing, from being able to force the turnover—all those little things. Genetic speed goes here. Technical speed goes a little bit further, and that's how you develop a tremendous jab over years and years and years of just just those fine tuning and polishing. Yeah. For Usman to be tr- working with Trevor Whitman now, he had changed camps when the when the, when the fight came about about a year ago. He's been there, but for Usman to be there about a year now and have a tremendous jab. On both sides? It's just insane. Now he can switch stances and throw you off. As soon as he starts landing the jab, he switches stances. Now you're kind of recalculating for three or four seconds. Okay, he switches the stance. I got to change up my atta- attack. Attack. Now he's landing the jab from southpaw.
0: It- it- it's incredible he that He throws that. his back hand sometimes and steps with his back leg like you're kind of overth- overthrowing it, but he's not overthrowing it at all. He's just shifting into the other stance and, and then that hand becomes because he i think he tricks people he hits you with the jab where it's almost like it's he's got it down to where it's almost a right hand on both sides yeah like he just and, and you don't you can't watch him all the time sometimes that jab's twice as hard and he's also his arm is longer than i was gonna say else. he's got
1: super long reach
0: to be good at a jab and have your wrist is this much <laughs> longer than the other guy It does help. I'm big on reach, man. Whenever I'm looking
1: at fighter profiles or bios and you see the reach, okay, an average, I'll give you, I'm six feet tall. I have about a 73 and a half, 74 inch reach. That's pretty spot on. If you're a welterweight, you're six feet tall, 74, 73 is the average. Okay. When I see guys, GSP, 5'10", 75 inch reach, he's shorter, easier to shoot on you, longer reach. That's why GSP is so good at shooting and Uh, jabbing. You see those little subtleties, in guys, you look at Usman. He's about six foot six one, but he's got, I think, around a seventy six or so um, inch reach, and and he lands that jab both hands, both sides, and and look look <laughs> look at the way Usman's built. By the way, have you seen somebody with more complete pecs? Yeah, in your in your no, life in the welterweight division. Yeah, he's a, he's the fittest person. He's I mean, the guy's got can't get any fitter. He's got some good some good chest muscles going on. But it's yeah. all
0: fluid, though. It's not Brock Lesnar stiff. It's, right, no, 100%. It's, it's, it's as jacked as you can get while being... Lean muscle jacked. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Distributed in the right places. But um, he, he's a physical specimen, man, and, and he's improving. He went over to Trevor Whitman's whenever he changed camps. He developed a sharper jab, added a jab to the other side, and now he has low kicks because he's working with Justin Gaethje as well, who's a tremendous uh, yeah. low kicker. So it's like... He took what he was doing over there um, at his former camp in Florida, which was Dutch-style hard sparring all the time. It's going to make you tough. He comes from a junior college background, so he's got the wrestling background. He added fluid combination striking Dutch-style, which is a lot of cover, heavy, heavy sparring. you know. And then he goes to Whitman, and he's adding now the finesse of the jab that sets everything up. Did you see in between the first and the second round when Trevor Whitman goes... You're a champion because of your jab. Yes,
0: I did. I heard that. And then he ends the fight with the
1: fucking jab. Yes. I mean, Trevor Whitman, my man. I know, right? Like that's your highlight reel right there, dude. I mean, Trevor's such such a
0: good coach. So smart. It's you think that Usman has, doesn't need any help cuz he's that good, but
1: you got a yeah, kind
0: of coaching in that that was very important because yeah, when he started to believe in that, it 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 he started to take a take the fight into his hands, like he, he yeah. took control. And you know what I realized too? The
1: strategy was um, to coast a little bit in the first round because Mm. uh, I remember after he said the jab thing, I can't remember, was the fight the second or third round that it ended? It was, it was, I thought it was was, a third. Yeah, it was one of those. But somewhere in between rounds, when Trevor Whitman was talking about get back to your jab, he also told him, okay, now let's start picking it up. Now let's start picking it up. And I remember catching that thinking, oh, so he said, go in there and Gilbert's going to come out firing, right? Don't get into a firefight. Coast, coast, yeah. coast. Let him fatigue a bit.
0: But ate some shots. Ate some shots. Dude, Gilbert. really can eat some shots because, as chin. I said, I watched the Kobe fight again this morning, and Kobe threw real hard yeah. on several occasions, even in the fourth round, bombs, and they landed. Granted, Kobe's
1: not like a power striker. He's a quantity striker. Okay. But nonetheless, Kobe but will not bust your he face didn't up. He did stumble him. Yeah.
0: And there was, you know, like three, every now and then three piece combination and they would all clack him and and he would, what? Yeah. It's not anything to me. Same with Gilbert. He ate uh, several right hands where the jab, if he left it out a little longer, Gilbert was catching him over the back of it. I thought it landed like three times. I'm like, four ounce glove and I land overhand right. And you don't even, like, stagger. I think one of them maybe knocked him off balance, but it wasn't yeah. from uh, Elk... Uh, 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 what is he called? The, just
1: being out uh, of el- it. It was just off balance. Yeah, right? he just yeah. got...
0: Because he leaned when, it got, when he got hit, so right. it made him go towards the cage.
1: I mean, he, he landed that same shot on Tyron Woodley, if you remember, early in the fight. Him and Tyron... Uh, Gilbert. Gilbert and Tyron yes. threw a right hand, overhand right. Came into each other Simultaneous. Right yeah. Gilbert's landed. Tyron's kind of brushed off of him. Yeah. Tyron dropped to the ground. You know he wasn't out. I think of anything. he's
0: so tough yeah. that we didn't realize how hurt he was right there. Because I think the fight Usman, was over from that. No, when Usman or Woodley, Woodley, when he yeah. got hit with that, I think the fight was it. Never, he never bounced back from that shot.
1: Yeah, he was rocked after that, and then uh, he was able to recover. Like you said, he was tough, but it showed glimpses. I mean, we've already seen Gilbert knock people out before. Um, but when you start getting into that elite, especially those like elite wrestlers who've been haven't been knocked out a bunch of times because they have power in their hands and they've been wrestling their whole life and stuff. And Wait, so, so
0: you're saying that wrestlers that didn't do a lot of boxing in oh, their background, I, this, yeah, one, this one's yeah. valuable to me. No, I I think I have, so. Is that's what, you're saying that there's a certain amount of shots, because I thought there was a certain amount of shots you take where you kind of get stronger, more resilient. You I disagree think, with that? I disagree. There's, you don't think there's some facial conditioning?
1: Yeah. To uh, start no. with? No, that's Vandale Silva stuff. That's... That's those videos that went viral of those like Asian dudes punching each other in the face. Yeah, over, or, yeah. but you
0: don't think you from can... when you first started sparring to now yeah. when you hit catch a jab on the face, what it does to you, what it to what it did when you first started.
1: Yeah, I think that when you first start fighting, right, you spar hard and you got to get used to being in the war, being in the trenches, facing adversity. Once you've been through those wars, you don't want to go through wars in training anymore. Okay. You're going to save them. But I do think that once you've been concussed, you're all, you, you, you're more likely to be concussed again, right? Yeah. You, you, every time your chin goes out or that switch, the brain hits the skull, whatever, you get knocked out or concussed, you're more likely to do it again. That's the scientific fact that you're more likely to get concussed again. And so I always felt, I mean, we talked about this on Andreas Lasky. Andreas Lasky was able to revive on on, on the last show. We talked about how, oh, yeah, no, how he took some time what's off. What's his
0: name again? Katie, Dr. Hightower. Hightower. Shout the neck, out to Dr. The, Hightower. The he, yeah, dude, yeah. he's, fucking good like who might have he came over to my career. house one time and hit me with all those hammers yeah and got me feeling because <laughs> you don't know have those guys usually you got to see him for like a month
1: it yeah. was like
0: one hour and the next day i was like oh my god that, that guy is, 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 yeah he was. he's a magician
1: i gotta see this guy i yeah. I need something like that right now but um yes the point that i was trying to make is if you have wrestling in your back pocket yeah. and when you start to get into those wars you could take somebody down or push them against the fence and and, and, and as a result of that you're not taking those knockouts or unnecessary punches in those war fights that you might have done, then you're saving a little brain cells. You're saving those concussions for when you actually abs- absolutely have to be in, like the Kobe Covington five round championship fight that Usman was in. Hey. But throughout the course of his career, he either knocked you out or took you down and beat you up, and he saved his chin throughout the career. So I feel like that's an advantage oh, yeah. that grapplers have because if you're a pure striker, you know. I've been in war since day one because I'm always that's that's my that's my go-to. Yeah, I can wrestle now and then, but it's just not my go-to. But if I could always say, "Damn, this guy hits kind of hard. Let me take his ass down," you know. Yeah. Have it. And, and and it's just you know it's an it's it's a must now at the high levels of today's MMA. But Usman has a terrific chin, Woodley has a terrific chin, and and, and, and Gilbert has a terrific chin. But yep. it shows the
0: power. That, that Usman is throwing in that, I think in that he, switch step jab. I think his power is in his cardio as well. I feel like people can take shots from Usman, but they can't take shots from Usman in the fourth and fifth round because he's throwing just as hard as he was in the first round. And you're, yeah. and you're really tired from him pressing you against the cage and taking you down and taking you. I mean, he takes people's cardio fast. And, and Gilbert round one and Gilbert round two looked
1: a little different. Yeah. Gilbert was explosive round one.
0: And after this fight and these records that he's breaking, and I will mention GSP that you're even arguing, GSP lost fucking at least one of them. Yeah. He at least lost to... Um, uh, big, Johnny Hendricks? Johnny Hendricks beat yeah. him, in my opinion. And, and, yeah, he and was busted up. Carlos That's sure. was very Carlos close, Condon too. Carlos was a very close one. So, But I don't think that... I've never seen Usman where uh, there was a close decision. He fucking killed everybody. And the only time he lost, I read, read into it this morning... Second fight ever, he got a rear naked choke, but it was because his it was, first that what it was. I've been wanting to see what this loss was on his record. <laughs> he got uh he did it right in the first round, then second, he just made a mistake and got caught he in He was less familiar with jujitsu stuff because yeah. he was early in a second fight. Yeah, second of course. fight. So he got choked. But the reason he got choked is because he fought a guy short notice because nobody would fucking take a fight with him mm. because of his wrestling pedigree. So when he his first fight after his first fight. No one would give him a fight, so he took a guy that was way more experienced. I forgot his name. Yeah, Who was a proper jiu-jitsu guy who took his back. But after that loss, never again even close. Probably he didn't just, even lose rounds
1: since then, really. I, been, do you think well, he
0: might have lost that? Well, I'm not saying he hasn't round. lost a round, but I'm yeah. saying the
1: majority of his fights, he's just been cruising one <laughs> or two rounds here and there. Maybe the Colby Covington fight was... Uh, Two to two going into the fifth round. I think you know, it's a, that was a close it, one. It
0: makes him even more powerful to to know that there's been times where another guy who's a monster has cracked him for five minutes enough to be like, you know what? He lost that round and he took vicious shots. Mm-hmm. And then the next round, he beats he beats you because yeah. he's not worn out. He's not hurt. He's he's like the total package, man. There's not one thing. I used to shit on him a little bit because I don't like as an entertaining angle, I don't like people that just hold people down. Yeah. But it's not like that anymore. He's not holding you down. He's ripping you apart. I'll say this. He will hold you down if he has to.
1: <laughs> if he goes against Mazadov and they have this rematch, he knows Mazadov's one shot of winning is yeah. to knock him out. Yeah. So he's thinking, let me just play the percentage game. Wear let me out. Wear him out. Press him on the cage, right. take him down, and not give Mazadov an explosive opportunity to capitalize on his yeah. fight. But if he's going against a fellow... Grappler like Gilbert, who has power, then he's going to test this scenario on defeat, use the cage when needed, but he doesn't feel so desperate, right? But, but Mazadol, he's actually a tremendous grappler, but he's not as big and strong and as good of a wrestling background as somebody like Usman's. Usman, so Usman will Kobe always have the advantage. Well. Kobe and if if he fought Mazadol, yeah, I think Kobe and, that's and Usman such- are the best. That's you're probably it.
0: you're probably right, but God,
1: I want to see that fight. Just well, because it's a bad story. I mean
0: and the incredible explosiveness of Masvidal where yeah. I mean he, he yeah, six days notice, whatever you want to call an excuse. But what I don't I don't agree to that. But his the things that almost landed yeah. were fucking spectacular. Yeah. If only they had have been a little like more on the button and a little bit more power on him, then he might have beat Usman. But because I love the little stutter steps and the speed and yeah. when he blasts, but it just seems like Usman's the worst guy for him because yeah, you will explode on him and land land three. Let, kick him yeah. in the head. I say you Mazadel kicks him in the head. I <laughs> say he Usman's st- I say he's hurt maybe, <laughs> but he's not done. But he's got a chin, he's big
1: and strong, he's got cardio, he'll recover, he'll take you down, he'll find a and that's that's the subtleties in the fight game that that separate the levels of this game. You know, you mentioned a while ago that Usman is the kind of guy that he'll take your best shot, like Kobe Covington fight round four or something. I think Kobe Covington was might have been putting it on him. Then the fifth round, Usman comes back. Right? He he, yeah. he doesn't he doesn't waver. He doesn't he doesn't fear from it. And 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 in my mind, that's that that always reminds me of the John Jones effect. When when John Jones in his first tested bout, when he was really tested the most against um why am I blanking the tall white guy when he fought um, um the European white guy uh seven through. It's not Stefan Shrove. Stefan Shrove just retired. Um the oh, come on. It's uh it's gonna come to me, folks. But he he fought the six, I think he was six six uh white dude. Oh, fuck uh gustason yes. I'm sorry, I feel like Gus. Hasn't been around I mean, much. you're in
0: the UFC, so yeah. <laughs> when you don't remember a name, I believe that it's kind of There's valid. There's 565 <laughs> names, okay? And you're in the UFC. I will, <laughs> I will say it again. Tell me the skateboarder that did the... <laughs> yeah. you wouldn't hey, remember. man, at least I can admit it. I don't remember the skateboarder because I hit my head in both sports. Yeah. I'm completely fried. I'm bad at it. So,
1: <laughs> Gustafson, back to my story. Gustafson Jones, Do you remember yes. this fight? Epic fight, first time. Jones had fought a tall Rangy striker first times Jones had really been busted up and challenged and that that fight was neck and neck until it got to the championship rounds and John Jones showed why he's the under, uh, undisputed champion of the world. he just kept pushing and pushing and pushing the pace and making Gustafson just kind of j- 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 just fall short and, yep. and, and he he pushed a pace he landed more shots even like in the last closing seconds he was still coming forward trying to win the fight when he was already ahead. And, and, and that subtlety right there that champions have, like John Jones, that's something that we're starting to see glimpses of in
0: Usman would, right would now. Would you agree that that fight with Gustafson, that he uh, didn't train as hard as he could and maybe partied a little bit on top of Jones? Yes, Jones. <laughs> yeah, you I do, did- right? You do. And I don't think that we're being mean by yeah. saying this. I think yeah. we can all agree that there's a good chance that he might have been partying at least nowhere near as serious as. The, the as you should be for a fight which means he was like oh wow I didn't know that he was going to be this good I'm actually in some trouble here Yeah, but my championship mentality and my athleticism obviously yeah. in those last just two rounds pure ability. he just stepped up because he's that kind it. of guy
1: I would not doubt it one bit if he didn't train as hard as I mean, he should if- if you when, say you did cocaine before you fought Daniel Cormier, I'm pretty sure you probably did cocaine before you fought Gus. Gus my point him. exactly. You you did cocaine. You got busted for cocaine a week before fighting Daniel Cormier. What the hell else? I mean, what he is that he could have had a light week and did a
0: couple uh, mollies or something. You know, it's like <laughs> a, when I hear the Chuck Liddell stories of uh uh, yeah. uh what's his name the Babalu Sabrol yeah. sending him prostitutes and coke and he. Oh the, my god. The, Prostitutes and did the coke and kicked him in the face the next night. Yeah. Won the fight. I'm like, wait, is that true or is that like those? I heard the same. You know, I heard the Chuck like, used to rage, man. I used to just go off. I mean, I'm a party animal, dude. Yeah. And there was a time where I had met him back in the in the bottle service era, where <laughs> I was a pro skateboarder and I got yeah. close to him from uh, certain certain people. I'll leave out of it, but I've been in in uh, one time. I was at a. Uh, because I knew the Hard Rock really well, and I was there with my brother and my stepmother, and we never really see each other. And they'd come to Vegas uh, to to see you know to see the town, the sights, or whatever. And, and uh, out of nowhere, Chuck Liddell's there, and another pro fighter, another pro fighter, big Brazilian guy. I can't remember who he, who he was, but big fucking mean looking guy, mm-hmm. and uh, they are eating their face just. <laughs> oh yeah i was like oh and yeah. i'm like oh my god And they're like is your mom over here and i'm like yeah and then i see like this conversation happening where i'm like wow <laughs> the highest chuck liddell is having a conversation with my stepmom right oh, now." oh really yeah i just and you just see he was just i just stood in awe of it yeah he, but he, was, he was on was, one they party they go real high. binge yeah. he looked like Lazo in the in the 80s <laughs> yeah, like okay. he was doing the, the neck thing yeah he was partying. Home. He was feeling it, yeah. but he was also knocking everybody out. I don't but, know how you do that. And it was also
1: the golden era of the UFC. I mean, that Chuck Liddell period <laughs> when he was the man. And 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 I mean, it, it sounds funny to say it, but like when he got on the show on HBO, what was that show with Mark Wahlberg? Um, uh, it was a good show that he was Entourage. On. Entourage, thank you. When he got on that and he started getting on TV, like that was the first time we're starting to see. Oh shit, UFC guys are going mainstream now they're in movies they're in tv shows and the celebrities are wanting to be hanging around us now and this and that. chuck was the man i mean i mean that was the age and that was also that was also pre um selling the ufc where they were handing out incredible incredible bonuses after fights you know i I, wait
0: there was a time where they gave way more money way more (laughs) yes
1: yes like like the, the the back the backstage it would come and hand you a check or hand you a bag of cash after the fight. UFC did yes, big time, big time. You didn't hear about all these? No. Yes. So they used to do this. This is you know back when, when it was owned by the brothers, the uh, the Fertitta Fertitta brothers, brothers, yeah. And and they used to go in the back after. I mean, this is this was up until really the company sold you know however many years ago for four point two billion. Gotcha. Or whatever. Okay. But more so heavy in that golden era ten years ago, Chuck Liddell time. Yeah. Beginning of Anderson
0: Silva period It's like gangster respect checks Like when you get a a sack of cash That's like 100% It's the best way Like think about it Everybody who's listening You get a check Versus somebody gives you Straight up cash you're like, what the hell? It, it's almost illegal, you think to yourself, but it's big money.
1: Because you're showing you're these undisclosed amounts that, you know, Chuck Liddell made $500,000 to defend the championship. But then he's probably getting 3 million on pay-per-view points and then the 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 the, the uh, Dana White or somebody is probably coming in the back and handing him a million dollars as well. And so it's it, it's just Which is what it, it should be. Yes. Can you imagine like how good that feels? Yeah, like because
0: you fucking gave your life Anything extra
1: feels amazing. When you get a residual check in the mail or you get something that you weren't aware of, but when your boss
0: comes and go, Hell of a fight, you you go. I have I have a professional MMA story that involves that for me. Yeah. I got I I agreed to a deal and then after the fight, they gave me double because they were like, Wow. They that was it. that was yeah cuz I almost died. You know what I mean? They were like, "Wow, you and you got really fucking It, it feels amazing though. Yeah, I was like, "Wow. Yeah. This is cuz I earned didn't matter it actually didn't matter the money I was there for only to fight. That's, yeah. I, I could give a fuck about that check." That was your first fight? Second one. Second one. But when they when he gave it to me, I was like, "Oh, not only did I have a pro fight, you're saying I did a good job? <laughs> you're I, me a pat I on definitely the back. didn't think that was coming. You know what I mean? I, I yeah. was like, I'm going to get a fight, but I still going to be like, wow, man, we need to have you But you probably
1: sold a hell of tickets. Thing. You probably had a good amount of eyeballs on it. And, and then you performed. And they were like,
0: let's
1: let's. Yeah, they offered me guy. more
0: fights. Yeah.
1: <laughs> did did not. You, and didn't take any. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: re- I remember wanting to take them and then all the injuries from that fight I like I my body kind of never really bounced back from the yeah. from the training camp of it. I was already too yeah. old, dude. Like thirty five and doing sprints after being so injured from skateboarding. Like yeah. there was a couple of days there where I was with, uh, um, Dominic Cruz, who, did Dominic Cruz took me under his wing and was like, hang out at my house, spar with these guys, get on this thing. This is the this is what I use. Don't tell anybody. This is what you were training
1: over there at uh, At Alliance. Alliance At one
0: point, because of Saxons, I'm
1: pointing towards towards the direction of San Diego. By the way,
0: (laughs) (laughs) at one point there was a fight that was happening between someone from Saxons and someone from Alliance, and then and then Julio had to talk to me about, hey man, like just watch what's going on. Need to ease
1: off of this dominant crew stuff, buddy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not exactly, but I was like, wait, you're not. I'm not. I can't be in trouble. I'm not even, yeah. I'm not even really here. You know what I mean? Like I'm a
1: skateboarder. <laughs> I'm
0: just happy. Like I like hold some pads like once a week, and it's the highlight of my yeah. life. But, That's amazing. Yeah, I thought it was so funny to be even in it. But just Dom, yeah. out of all the people in MMA, really offering massive amounts of hours and time. Wow, to me in this fight, it's like I spark Gabe uh, Rives all the time. So mm-hmm. he knew the guy I was fighting. Okay, he was like he used to beat me up because I was a little grom, and he was yeah. the best dude in the gym. So he was, like, telling me all and about And Dom it. is such, like, a highly
1: analytical it guy. Down. He breaks shit down so much.
0: Kept telling me to do this, yeah. do that. Like, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. And gave me I, big talks, like, pep talks. After sparring, he's like, I tried to fucking take your head off, dude. And when you got stung, that's the thing that I was waiting for. He's like, what's he going to do when you How would you react? Stung? Dom was he saying did, this? Yeah. And he yeah. was like, you did great, And man. you passed
1: the test? <laughs> that's what he was But,
0: but when he says that yeah. to you, you do get confidence built up. I'm like, oh. Okay, I don't know if you go home. Yeah. You're like, I was doing. You know, Dominic Cruz told me I did good today. Yeah. I can't be that bad. Not bad. He's a really helpful guy. Like, I love that. Dude.
1: I, I couldn't help but smile the whole time you were saying that, Dom. I feel like I have to throw down. <laughs> I worked with Dom like a, a week or two ago. Yeah, and we were like in the in the dressing room, and Dom was sitting there, and uh, I was like, you uh, you you waiting until you're like, you know, they do hair, makeup. Yeah. Everybody's <laughs> putting on their suits. spruce Bruce Buffers in there. And uh, he's like, I need to get get somebody to tie my tie. And I go, I'm just thinking in my head, like, Dominic Cruz, you're a world champion, possible Hall of Famer. You do this show. You do the desk. You do color commentary, like, every weekend. And you haven't done that. You haven't learned to tie your tie yet, Dominic Cruz. I I go, watch YouTube, bro. And he's like, I don't have time. And I was like... You you've mastered so many things yeah. in life fighting and commentary and this and that. I know what that is. That's
0: him. He loves to get pampered.
1: Yeah. I'm, That's him I'm, like, wait, maybe, my
0: tie, my tie.
1: Where's the cute makeup girl that does the tie? I don't yeah, I don't blame him, man. <laughs> but
0: I helped him. I helped him. I kinda of tied him. Oh, you did? did? Oh, please somebody <laughs> film that. The highlight <laughs> was, of my life right there.
1: Weird, it was a really funny feeling, me handing off my half tie tie. <laughs> <laughs> tied tie to Dominic. <laughs> yes. Chris.
0: No, I'm pissed yeah. I didn't get the word. Sorry, Dom. Out. He's awesome. I had to get so, i uh, shout out to Bruce Buffer, by the way, twenty-five years. Twenty-five years at the company, a, I've, man. I've been a bit, a little bit bummed out about his jackets of late, and they that one been... was a fucking absolute <laughs> perler. That I mean, thing was perfect.
1: Can you imagine if somebody made you a jacket that's probably worth like two thousand dollars, and then it had highlights of your entire career? Yeah, that's going a bit too far.
0: Sewing on the inside. I mean, would you ever take it off? I don't <laughs> want me. I don't want me on me. You know? Yeah. <laughs> skateboard years where they used to make skateboards where yeah. you have your name on it you, you don't wear your own fucking t-shirt <laughs> don't. you know like some people did I'm like man that's just not how I have I'm a going. shirt with my
1: picture on it and I can't wear it for the life of me I, mean, I put it on and then I'm just like this is too I much I mean to be funny I'm asking for it. attention right now but yeah I no, mean a fight shirts one thing but I don't know But that's... It's completely different. Yeah, you're selling... paid to wear it. You're getting paid, this and that, and yeah, et cetera, et cetera.
0: And it's the vibe. Like, I feel like that, to me, I just wanted to live the dream of pretending to be you, you know? So the whole what's your fight shirt going to be? It was like, ah, oh, I don't even know. Wow. You know what I mean? Like extra <laughs> shit to get excited about when you're having a fight. Yeah. Like I was like, wow, well, what's your walkout music? You go, oh, fuck. I don't yeah. even know. Oh, no, I'm visualizing my fucking walkout. And, I'm like, and then you got to get your poster life.
1: together. The background of the poster that hangs on the cage and all those, yeah, all those things that hopefully managers help you out with. Um, Bruce too, by the way, he has his alcohol. Alcohol. Um, That's
0: right. He has a tequila. puncher's chance. Yeah. No, sorry. A, whiskey. A bourbon. My whiskey. Bad. Oh, it's
1: a bourbon. Yeah. Okay. One of those. It's a puncher's chance. And then when Brilliant I when idea. I last saw him, he hit me up shh, with some fragrance. He's got Bruce Buffer Shut fragrance. Shut the fuck yeah. up. Unisex Buffer cologne. Guy. Unisex. You can smell like Bruce Buffer. Men and women can smell. I bet like you Bruce smells Buffer. Good, he smells good, dude. Smells good. Dress is good. Is he? He's he's no, freaking he? he's single, right? I don't I don't yeah. want to answer this. I don't know. I see lots of pretty women hang around Bruce Buffer. I don't know. But he's um, He's
0: mysterious as fuck when it comes there to There you go.
1: Part. He's the most interesting man alive. He's uh James Bond, man. Real life. Huge fan.
0: Love him. And I yeah. hope he's having a great time. Now let's talk about uh predictions for this weekend so it. that we can post. So I want to get one right, and then after the fight, I'm gonna post it and be like. Come to uh, G'day MMA for the correct advice when it comes to your... And then we'll get sponsored by my bookie and All the booking. Yeah, I mean, right now, that's taking over too, man. I every all f- you guys do that commercial. What is that? They call I, I, that?
1: I need to get it. I don't know yeah, where my commercial is at. They need to sponsor our show. Can What's you guys... What's up, my bookie? Bookie.com, all these things. Yeah, I, every fight. Come sponsor these shows. You guys are sponsoring every fighter. I
0: predicted Usman was going to win. Yeah. <laughs> was, there you go. It was really difficult. Um... <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, so what are you talking about? This weekend, we got yeah. a heavyweight Blade.
0: fight. Curtis <gasps> you Blade. You didn't touch on Grosso yet. You didn't touch on Grosso. Grosso. Grosso versus, Grosso.
1: Uh, real quick, main, co-main event last, last Saturday. Grosso looked amazing. She looked really good. I thought Macy Barber fought her hard, uh, a hard hard-fought
0: fight. Not um, until the last round. I thought what Macy did in the last minute or two minutes if she had done that in the first two rounds, maybe yeah. maybe she would have done better. Because I don't know what that was. Like a desperado started swinging really violently, but yeah. I I, the, I don't know. Did you were you saving that? What, what?
1: I don't know. The only thing that threw me off with Barbara's performance was um she would throw those airball jabs out there. You saw that? Yeah,
0: from way too way far too back. Far. And and do you think and, it was because she was scared of getting like those punches were stinging? Because she seemed like that distance showed me fear exactly so that's that's what it, that's what it tells me
1: as well it's body language right and so if i know i'm not able to hit you but i'm kind of doing this it's just kind of like a deterrent right it's like don't come near don't come near and i know this might be just psychologically her don't come near
0: don't come near because i'm setting this up whatever i you know I'm, that I'm when she faced breather. other people have you ever seen her have that much distance on her opponent but but you don't I see felt high like she level, got stung and yeah. she was like whoa let me try and figure this out for and a high second. level
1: strikers don't do that you don't you only throw something if it's going to land, if you're a high-level striker. You right. pick the shot, you take the opening, you don't waste energy, you don't throw airballs. And so I'm, I'm coming down on her, but yeah, I kept seeing those airball jabs from five feet away, and I was like, I was kind of like, stop doing that, stop doing that, yeah. because it just doesn't look good in your performance. And like you Agreed. said, if we're reading the body language as as, as almost it's like a fear the, the the judges are reading the same thing. Body language plays so much effect. You can crack me in my face, but if I kind of just wave it off and I'm like, that hurt like hell. But if Cross body language. did that every time.
0: She seemed like uh deadpan. Yeah. No matter what was happening. And she seemed like she had uh, better uh, striking, but more power. Yeah. Like when yeah, she hit. sharper. I just felt like she got, she was like, man, I'm going to get knocked out.
1: It affects the scoring. It affects the, sh- the scoring when your body language is telling people
0: certain things. But I like Alexa Grasso. Seems like a really nice lady too, level-headed lady, and I, I see big yeah. things for her with that kind of uh, They're calling performance. Her, and to be that calm before and after it, just a real professional. She you know? speaks well. She they, they called her the
1: the Ronda Rousey of Mexico, Mexico, and uh, so that's a big. What do you mean she can
0: punch? Yeah, that, I, 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 you know what? I didn't
1: really understand the
0: comparison. I just I'm, watched I'm, that I'm, fight where she threw several correct punches.
1: I'm assuming they mean because of her, she's the face of women's MMA oh, okay. in Mexico. I'm assuming that, that, yeah, that's what they mean. Um, yeah, I kind of was like, what she have a lot of on bars, but um, I think that's what they mean. They're just making the comparison that she is the next hopeful in the women's division. Good. Um, oh, I
0: loved I'd love to see her get a belt. She's awesome.
1: Yeah, she's good. Uh, other fight on that one, the Coco, the the feature, um Kelvin Gaslam. Oh, yeah. Um, who, who was it that he fought? Uh I'm forgetting his name all of a sudden, oh, but shit. you talk about a muscular upper body that we're talking about. Ian Heineck. Um, <laughs> Ian Heineck, that guy is built like a gorilla. That guy is incredibly built, man. But he got tired, man. He got a little tired. And Kelvin Gaslam is a guy that he's got a different body type as well, but he's so underrated. He's so good at what he does. And every time he fights somebody, he's kind of the underdog. But we were kind of talking about this before the show. Who has done more damage that we've seen to Izzy? The Israel out of Sanya other than Kelvin Gastelum, Nobody Gassett. got close. Nobody's even touched him compared to what he did, where his lips were busted up. They were going into the fifth round fight of the year.
0: I mean, it, it just, is it he just said, shows said, i die before I lose fight? Yeah, he was ready to he die. Yeah, Izzy thinking like that. I don't think Izzy said that when he was fighting anybody else. Of like, yeah. He thought he was going to die yeah. or, or win this fight. It was a war. Yeah, I feel like uh, Kelvin's the kind of guy that uh, doesn't like to... Train, be in shape he's definitely likes <laughs> he's like fuck it i'd rather eat pie and tacos which i can relate man i, I love that shit way more that's why i've got two fights in, t- in 20 years because i was eating the whole time yeah. in between so i but he, he's like you know what three losses in a row holy shit these days you get cut for four yeah and he showed up fighting for his job right there yeah and so i feel like if he shows up fighting for his job next time he does the same thing yeah i he's guess an that's, amazing fight. that's a
1: good point to be honest i mean he just needs to come in there and be motivated. And, you know, you win some and you lose some. But if he wasn't motivated for some of those other fights and he fights the way he did this last one, the sky's the limit.
0: I mean... Do you want to attempt to talk about the jujitsu guy losing because his name's so difficult to say? I'm okay yeah. with moving on, but if you want to do it, that, let's, shout let's, out to that one guy who they hired to be a land to the slaughter. Or did they? Because I yeah, saw that. Dana White say something in a... He tweeted right after that fight happened and it seemed like he thought that guy was going to beat him. That, he,
1: that Dana thought her was going to beat vieta
0: yes like as in this is you know i mean uh, uh wow dana. he had a, he like they picked him because they thought he was a guy that was
1: oh you know what he might have been a contender guy he and, is a contender guy and so dana loves his contender guy uh, so he's that's... always very
0: oh so hopeful. he was like my contender i right. won
1: that's because my you guy. gotta think about the dana white is pretty much saying i scouted this guy right he was on my show the dana uh, White Contender show i'm yes. giving you a shot in the ufc because i see something in you that you can come out big and, and make make headway and in beat UFC. a guy that has never and he goes against Vieta, who's a freaking monster He's on too the ground, jacked. Te- technically, physically, He's imposing. Too jacked, don't you think? As soon as the fight started, I go, "This one was over before it began." Oh yeah, I I and did I eat my words? I mean, oh Vieta, okay, you thought the other way around. I thought Vieta was going to wrap him up in like fifteen Me too. seconds, and what you and did. he took him down. I know, he and he got up. Down. He was in worst case scenario. Hernandez was just a gamer. He was just a gamer. Didn't give up. And when you saw Vieta about
0: that. he couldn't got, come back down out, dry, and he got back up. He he
1: he he survived the worst position possible against the deadliest grappler we have in the UFC. And there's a lot of technical guys. When you talk about just horsepower with technique and submissions and, and resume. Guy, right? He's probably got the most complete package, right? right? And you get a guy like that on top of you in the UFC in that position, survive, and then he's gassed out, and then submit him to submit him. Like, I mean, submit insane, him. Man. Submit
0: was I saw <laughs> it was I a knew, submission. I know that you submitted him, <laughs> and he, and I know that you went for the submission because yeah. you were like, "I'm gonna submit the yeah, Abu Dhabi yeah. champion of the world." Right. But you also got the submission because you punched his brains out yeah. of his anus. He was halfway knocked out. He, but was, he was not submitting. there for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I get it. But still, he was but gassed, could barely move. That's the best and way to do it. Semi-conscious. That is the best way to go. for I mean, submission it's like the most guy.
1: opportune thing in the world. Like somebody who's the best at something, but then you punch him in the face to so their like blue yeah. belt level, and yeah. then you slap it on it. And- <laughs>
0: And just take all that the That was momentum. a sick guillotine, too. I like that little side thing that he yeah, did. Yeah, like, stuffed arm in. It's actually yeah. a
1: much easier one. You ain't not get out
0: of that, right? You
1: can't get out of those. Your arm's choking yourself, and, and it's tighter around the body.
0: All right, let's move into this weekend where we go to uh, heavyweights, Curtis and Derek. Yeah. And I got to say, just like I was, uh, I would have thought the fight that we just discuss- discussed, that uh, poor Derek Lewis – you are going to get put on your ass and elbowed, and you're you're a guy that doesn't really get knocked out, so it's just going to be a painful night for you. It could be that way for five rounds, but boy, do I hope that I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm sure everybody everybody loves Derek. Everybody, I, I love Derek. I
1: really like watching blades, except I when think he's, Dana White um, hates blades. Yeah, because he knows that he could just he could just you know wrestle wrestle hump you. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to watch my language, so I don't. Know. He, you know, he could take you down and make it. You know. Look at Blades versus Volkov. That's not the fight that Dana wants. Five rounds of taking Volkov down yeah. the entire fight, and it wasn't that exciting. Now you watch Blades versus Overeem, or you watch Blades versus Junior Dos Santos. Blades has power. <laughs> Blades has big hands. But he's yeah. always going to have that wrestling in the back pocket that he can go to. Uh, and he might have to use that against Derek Lewis. And it's a shame because... That's that's the way to beat. Um, you know, I mean, there's a couple of ways of beating Derek Lewis, but if you take him down, uh, that's going to be the easiest route to victory. The one thing I got to say is, if Blades gets tired and Derek Lewis is able to get on top of him, oh man, you don't want Derek Lewis. No. Derek Lewis has been become one of those guys that's a big, heavy striker, and now at this stage in his career and his age, he figured out. If I just trip guys and put my 280-pound body right, on to top of them. He's
0: a giant.
1: I knock you out from the ground. That's right. what he does now. He just ground and pounds people into the mat and, and kills them that way. So I could see Blades grappling himself to fatigue. Yeah. And then if he doesn't put Derek Lewis away in those later rounds, fourth and fifth round, Derek Lewis gets on top on a failed takedown, hammer fist, hammer fist, and that'd be the end of Blades. So Blades just has to mind his P's and Q's. Uh, the entire 25 minutes. If it had Do you think stoppage.
0: it wouldn't be a bad idea for Curtis to go for a knockout so that he would be closer to getting a heavyweight title shot? Because if he just holds down, let's say he holds Derek down for five rounds and it's a really boring fight. Yeah. Does he get a title fight out of that? Man. He doesn't, right? He, but if he blasts, if he knocked Derek Lewis out, stood up and 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 switched him off, it would, he, get, he gets put in the... It'd in be the a argument. highlight reel.
1: And look, he's number two. He's number two. He beats Lewis. He, the t- number two beats number four. The only other person that's there is Volkov, who just won, uh, who just beat Alice over him two weeks ago. But he lost to Curtis already. So, and yeah, he's Blades already already beat him. The wrench in the picture is Stipe is fighting. Let me do my math. Let me think. Stipe is fighting Francis and Ganu. The right. rematch that's yep. going down. Dana White just said, after that fight, John Jones, the dark horse, oh, yeah. he's going to fight. So, in a way, Blades, he's going to have to probably fight one more time. Anyway, unless he just says, I'm going to wait. If I win this fight, if I beat Derrick Lewis, I'm going to let the Stipe fight happen. And then I'm going to let the John Jones fight happen. That's too long. It's too long. He's going to have to fight again. And, oh, yeah. And, and you don't really want to see a Volkov-Blades
0: uh, rematch do, again. I kind of do, just because I think Volkov looks... So much bigger now and maybe agree, better stuff in that shot.
1: Volkov put on 25 pounds since the last time they fought. And the way that he looked and the power and the hand speed and everything that he has now could be a much different fight. Yeah. And, I, and I'll say this Blades took Volkov down for 24 minutes out of a 25 minute fight, but he didn't do a significant amount of damage when he was good on. Part. Volkov is very good at using his butterfly hooks and garden. He didn't take damage. Where look at Alice Overeem. Alice Overeem was knocked out from ground and pound from oh, Blades. Yeah. Um, Volkov was barely even damaged.
0: Yeah, I really liked Volkov's last fight. I
1: thought he looked... He's a monster. Like a title contender. He's a monster. Shout out to Bolt Wrestling. Kenny Johnson working with him. Is he really? Yeah, yeah. Well, Kenny's been with him for a minute now, but Kenny was in his corner that last fight. Well, that and, makes
0: a lot of sense. because And the game plan is stay off of the cage. Stay off of the cage. But it was just even when he got... Like, somebody went yeah. for the single. He, he had good Get posture. Like, he up. had, like, a good base. I felt yeah. like he... Look way better than he yeah. ever done. I mean, granted, he's been
1: working with Kenny for a while, but it's always short term. It's always like, I'm coming to town. Kenny, let's work for a week, and then we go to Vegas. It's not the same. You can't only acquire so much yeah. in a week's time. You see him all the time. But he puts on 25 pounds of muscle, been working on his own on Kenny Johnson wrestling techniques in Russia or wherever. Ah. Comes to L.A., polishes it up for nice. a week. Yeah. And he looks spectacular. I think it would be a different fight. I don't know if Volkov gets the win against um, Blades if they did a rematch, but I do think it's not going to be twenty-four minutes of ground and pound like last time. Yeah, I hope so.
0: Yeah. Uh main don't know much about it except for Yana is um, dating Tiago. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's all my that's all the help I, I have. And
1: I think it was a a love story at the uh, at, the, at perform- the institute at the performance institute, which is you know. If you're in the dating athletes, there's a bunch of world-class ath- athletes there and trainers and coaches and you get free lunch. So you can go on dinner dates all the I time. I met
0: Megan Anderson there. Yeah? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Man, she Megan Anderson, wasn't she in the news some guys are She's hot. Some of the some of the uh some of the man, if I don't, I don't remember which camp. But some guys were talking negative about her, and I got you didn't see that somebody talking shit on Megan Anderson. Yeah, I think it was Megan Anderson. I don't, I don't want to bring up the the ill will stuff, and, the, and but the, somebody's podcast, and they brought up a picture of Megan, and they said like, "Would you sleep with her?" And the guy had a pretty negative Whoa. Re- comeback remark. And then Megan got up and Twitter and like called him out, and she wasn't playing around. So good for her. Yeah. But I don't remember what fight. I think it was like a on weight fighter in the UFC or something.
0: But what a fucking.
1: That was like some headlines. Uh, idiot. A couple like weeks the ago.
0: whole uh, misogynistic. Like uh, to like I like I was trying to be I'm trying to be appropriate, but I like yeah. I I think she's really pretty. Like yeah. I, like Katie Katie knows. When I met her, that I was like, "Whoa, Katie's like, Yeah, good for you, Jason. Like she knows it." I think she that, knows your type.
1: She's, she's hot like, as hell. Oh a, shit! Somebody, a neck somebody talking shit on her. I'm like, "Good for you, you loser." Oh man, she's awesome.
0: And guess what? She's getting she got a title fight. Do you, you fucking idiot?
1: Uh, Who's I that hate, guy? Who's the guy talking shit again? I don't remember who it was. I don't. I don't want to call him out, but it's a tough title. Yeah, I don't like a band one guy. On. I hate how our women know our type. So did that happen, Katie? My, my my girl will know that. Like if, if there's like my type or something, then uh, I'm like, damn it. She told totally, I can't even look at this shit because my my wife totally knows is my type. I'm just waiting for Katie to roast me. Sorry, sorry, Katie. I'm From not. Jason's my... type is everybody. I knew it. <laughs> wait wait wait. His type is everybody. Yeah, so I knew it. Oh. she's gonna call me a hoe. Here it goes. <laughs> <You> ho-
0: <laughs> <laughs> Here comes the hoe. Ah, you hoe. Yeah yeah yeah. I at know. Today, MMA. <laughs> Erlovsky is back.
1: Yeah, Arlowski's on the court. I don't remember who he's fighting. Tom As- Aspinall? Yep. Yeah, Tom Aspinall. I can't remember who it is. Let me tell you something about Arlowski. We talked about it um, last show. He had that strike force where he got knocked out like four times in a row. Came back with the chin. You look at his UFC record. Nobody has been on, on, on runs like him. He's been on a four fight losing streak and then came back and been on a five fight winning streak and yeah. then he would lose three times and then go on a seven fight win streak the guy's crazy man he's been he's got pages and pages of fights he's got so many fights under his belt so many new UFC he's probably got he's probably in that that short list of uh, the top uh number of fights inside the UFC over anybody not not including the WC but just the UFC itself Um has been here forever man he's still, he's still going I think he's like 42 years old or something now but he's a fighter man
0: well I'm gonna say that he's gonna win uh he's gonna do the thing where you don't think he's gonna do it and then he does it and he's gonna take it down and he's gonna uh win by TKO or submission that's my prediction money on Arslavsky yeah you I didn't, didn't do you, my you research. you can't yet. say Orlovsky do you know that Arvlavsky Ars- or Ars- Andre Orlovsky Orlovsky. if he fights and you're on the card and you're announcing you might need to call me real quick say it again Orlovsky Arvlovsky nope Orlovsky. Orlovsky. This is so much fun. But sing a song what called am I Orlovsky. You you've got the an Z? S in there. Orlovsky. Orlovsky. See, why are you skiing? Stop skiing. Or, Arvlo- not Now I'm... Orlovsky. Now you're or, fucking me up. Wait, Orlovsky. Andre... No, the or is
1: not that hard. Yeah,
0: Orlovsky. Uh, wait, now you're saying I'm saying it
1: incorrect. I got to say it all in
0: one. Andreslovsky. No. There's no S? It's definitely not Orlovsky. Katie. This this is this is the fucking promo for the show for sure. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what well, we so you want to know about him? You want to know
1: facts. We're, going to tell you.
0: We're talking about Andre Orlovsky. We'll tell you who's gonna win. Andre.
1: Orzlotsky.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Yep. I just said he's Man, I, he, you better hope he retires
1: pretty soon. Cause if you have to announce and he's there, you're more heavyweight champion. He's got more fights than almost anyone in the UFC. And, and his his I can't say is? his name. Andre Orzlovsky.
0: What is that? That was perfect. No, it wasn't. Orlovsky. No. No. <laughs> you got to. You're doing Orlovsky.
1: Hold on one second. Orlovsky. I say. gotta have. A, I gotta have a visual.
0: <laughs> it's spelled A R L O V S
1: K I. Oh Orlovsky. Oh my God. There's no. Oh man. There's no so V before fun. the L. Orlovsky. Andre Orlovsky. Oh my God. Getting there. You're getting, there. you're getting.
0: You're getting there. I like the old way. <laughs> yeah,
1: I guess you can go back. I better uh, to it. polish this up before this weekend.
0: I predict he wins and that you learn how to say his name.
1: I definitely will have to. Uh, Curtis Blades, Ketlin Vieira, you said it, versus Yana Kudnickskawa. Kunis- I got to get her name Kunis- right.
0: Kuniskaya. Yeah. Yana Kuniskaya is going to lose.
1: Man, Eddie Weinland's first fight back since um that tough one against. Wait, um,
0: yeah, I saw Eddie. I thought he retired No oh, he his, his
1: last fight was against uh you know the sugar, curly sugar, guy, yeah. sugar uh yeah so sugar
0: Mosley, sorry, I get him whatever his name is. Yeah. Sugar bong stuck to his face. Yeah, the smoker. Yeah, um, he's gotta be pumped that the, the UFC said you could smoke weed now, right? I'm so I'm still confused about the rules. So
1: they took it off of the testing. I don't know. Completely. Yeah. Like I, sh- you I get, should know. But well, you what happened? So so, it, so what happened he could
0: smoke the day before.
1: What happens to all the fighters that have been penalized and bouts have been overturned because they came back with...
0: Too late. That's, you know what I mean? It's count. the same
1: thing like the kid, the people that are what locked up. What the people up. in jail? Okay, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. People serving 10-year sentences. No, you get out now and you're like, what about the 10 for, years that uh, I... Do I get that back? Right. Bag? For a 20-bag or like whatever. You know what I mean? I've been in jail for 10 years. And now, oh, we changed the, the law. Do I get a...
0: I I'm. I would say, yeah, but I don't want to piss anybody off. Because
1: there's a couple fights on this card that have been overturned from drug tests um, after the fact. Uh, I want to say, I don't know if it was Blades or somebody else, but one or two of their bouts, uh, somebody that I was studying on this card has a bout that was overturned, came back testing afterward, and I suppose it was one of those, you know, oh, we found some marijuana in there. After the fight, they'll give you a drug test, and so maybe a couple weeks later or however long it takes, they'll overturn that if they found something that shouldn't have been in your system during that fight week Period. And, and to think that now they have, they went from no weed, so you can have a little bit of weed, to now you can have a lot of weed. And so if they're overturning bouts, I mean, I would want it fixed on my record, especially if you're fighting like the majority of USC fighters, you win and you show doubles your money. If you're fighting for 50 grand and you win, you get 50 more grand, you make 100 grand. So if they take my winnings because I had a little bit of weed in me and now they're saying you could have weed in you, Man, I would want those winnings back from two years ago that they took from me. So, if you
0: had Johnny Cochran, you could probably do it. Yeah, he'll get you out of it. Yeah, if you, had, if every fighter that got busted for weed if it don't fit had it a, a player, really good luck, yes, you yes. should all show up with just, gloves. You'll get had out to make of it. Sure, had to make sure. So, did we predict? We we predicted,
1: right? Predictions. Uh, did you do main event prediction?
0: Yeah. Who, no, who, no, who? no, I didn't.
1: Yeah, I did though. I said
0: that Curtis Blades. Probably I'm going to have to make down, a prediction. Um, I'm going to do this because it's going to sound so much cooler if it happens. I'm going to say that um, Derek is going to win by knockout in the first round. Because if that happens, that show looks be,
1: good. And look, if you're a betting man, if it doesn't that's happen, be, we just won't play that promo. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> and you're going to win a buttload of money because that will be a big, uh, you know, w- w- what's it called in betting? I don't bet. Uh, um, underdog, whatever. Is For Derek under- to win yeah, yeah. first round knockout, low percentage chance. So you're going to.
0: Well, Isn't it? It's a, a it's a higher money. percentage than him knocking him out in the fifth round. Hmm. I don't know. Well, that's
1: what I think might. Oh, because he did though. it to Volkov. Well, I just I just feel like I feel like he's gonna be so rest. Blades is gonna be so grappling heavy that by fourth and fifth round he's gonna start tiring and Derek might start to stuffing take that. Not not like Derek Lewis is a cardio machine or anything. Yeah, but he's but, getting better. Right, but but throwing around a big man like that grappling and then him getting up and doing it for 25 minutes the grappler is, is going to be more tired than you um, mm. doing all the work you know and so uh, if, if like I said in the Volkov fight Blades was exhausted in the 5th round and Volkov started piecing him up and if he does that with Lewis be careful Lewis has too much power so we'll see well, there you go. It's
0: knockout. First My round, pick, and then I'll be right. You
1: going with that? I'll just go with the safe pick. I think, you know, Blades takes it. He's just a better grappler. It's just, a, it's an easier pick, but yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with it. No, probably. You're
0: probably right. Yeah. Uh, that's it for <laughs> yeah. our podcast. We'll be back next week. Everybody hit us up and don't forget to like and subscribe. And then on iTunes, you do the five star thing and then you write a review. And then everybody talks about us. And then we get sponsors and stuff. Right. Just to help out real quick leanfeast.com. If you go there, use code Alice. you get a 10% discount. And those guys will send you a bunch of uh, meals all equipped. They deliver to your house. And CoolVen, if you go to cool-ven.com, same thing. Code Alice, 10% discount. That's an insulated bag. So you can keep food hot and drinks cold all in the same uh, bag. Very handy. Those guys those guys help us out with other stuff. So I just wanted to get it in there on this show. Nice. Thanks everybody for listening. Thanks, Alan, for being a part of this thing. I hope we can do it it and keep going. See you guys next time. Take care, guys.